This is the Plain English Real Estate Show with your host, Rowena Patton, a show that focuses on the real estate market in terms you can easily understand. Call Rowena now. The number is 240-9962 or 1-800-570-9962. Now here's the English girl in the mountains, the agent that I would trust, Rowena Patton. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate News Radio Show. I'm here with Bianca Taylor today. Good morning. Good morning. Should we kick it off with trivia just for a change? Oh, really? Yeah, let's kick it off with All trivia. Right, why, why not? 240-9962 if you're listening locally. 1-800-570-9962 if you're dialing in from Mars. All right, so how many bedrooms are in the Biltmore House? Or, I'm sorry, it's not the Biltmore House, it's Biltmore House. Oh. I learned that when I worked there. Oh. So, is it 250? Wow. What? Bedrooms. 35, 64, or 17. So, how many bedrooms are in Biltmore House? Wow. 250, 35, 64, or 17. 17 was the smallest amount, and that would be a big old house, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Largest privately owned house in the USA, and I think number three in tourist attractions, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. Yeah. So what were you doing when you worked there, Bianca, moons ago? I was a trail guide, horseback trail guide. How cool. Yeah. So I um, took people all over the estate on horseback. You must have got some to meet some really interesting people. Yeah, I did. It's very cool. It was fun. It's very cool. <laughs> so let's talk about interest rates for a minute. They crept up this week. What mm. on earth is going on with interest rates? Well... You know, we um, are looking at the inflation rate, which took a huge jump last week. And reading into that, the last time it took that huge jump, our interest rates were at 16%. How scary is that? Oh, that was in the Carter years. So, you know, we can't keep going with inflation the way it is and not see some rises in interest rates. So great time to refi. Great time to sell. We're in, in my estimation, we are definitely at the peak of the market. I mean, how much further can this go, right? And there are things you can do when you're buying and selling. You know, we're we're here to walk through this with you. It's not about just writing sixteen contracts and hoping for the best. We're here to walk through this with you and keep you safe, basically. All kinds of things can happen in transactions, can't they? Mm-hmm. It's funny, The I, I went to a listing the other day and um, there were all kinds of things that were unknowns. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of some of those now. One last week was a road maintenance agreement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They can come up. They can come up. So a road maintenance agreement is when you have a private road that you travel along to get to your house. And some of these, especially in the mountains, don't have a road maintenance agreement, do they? Yeah, it happens. (laughs) And a road maintenance agreement is something that is filed that basically tells the mortgage company or anybody else that you and your neighbors are responsible and accountable for fixing the road should anything go by. And here's what I normally hear. Bobby up the street has a tractor and he clears it or, you know, Jim has a tractor and he fills in the holes as and when necessary. However, there are many mortgage lenders who aren't okay with that. Right. And it's all about access to their asset. At the end of the day, they're giving you a mortgage, so they see it as their asset. 
and they want to make sure that they're going to have access and be able to get to it easily and sell it should they have to foreclose on you, God forbid. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, you, it can be very difficult without one of those. And they're not terribly hard to get in place and they're not terribly expensive. No. So that's the good news. That's one of the steps that we can help you with. What else have we seen where people aren't realizing that there's those things in place that could end up in a lawsuit afterwards? Um, wells and septics. Wells, yes. Another one is a shared well. So mm -hmm. the, the main thing about this is disclosure, right? Exactly. If, you, if you've got a shared well, then you want a shared well maintenance agreement in place. Yeah. That is filed. That means if something goes wrong with the well, you and however many neighbors you're sharing it with are responsible for fixing the well. Mm -hmm. They've got somebody on the hook, basically. Yeah. Um, we don't usually see communal septics, thank goodness. No, no. Those are pretty yeah. rare. Yeah. Septics are another one that, that, come, that, that come up. Right. Um, sometimes they put risers on these days, which cost about 500 bucks when the septic is too deep. Mm -hmm. um, they advise you to put a riser on there. The interesting thing is you're supposed to pump it every three to five years. And how many people have we met that pump their septic? Oh, it does happen, yeah, right? It does happen. But it's rare. Yeah. Most of you, you know, if there's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. Pump it. Exactly. Although it is recommended to pump every, what, three to five years? Three to five, yeah. Mm -hmm. Three to five. And most people don't because, hey, why would you, you yeah, know. Don't pick something that it's not broke. Right. And, and why would you chip out that money if there's nothing wrong with it? Um, many buyers will ask for that if you have a septic, mm -hmm. especially when they're coming in from New York or Florida or Texas, and maybe they're in an area where they're not used to septics. Yeah. So that would be a, another reason for them to be a little bit nervous. I think buyers seem to be getting a little bit nervous now. Hmm. Maybe. I think, well, you know, they're hearing about how crazy the market is and yeah. what you have to do to get into that. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, we've got your best interests at heart. We don't want to put you in a house that you're not going to be happy with. We don't want to put you in a house where you're going to be underwater. So all those comparable prices are done. And yeah, it is, it's a, a bit of an exhausting market right now. And you don't want to be out there writing 12 offers. You know, people are getting mm -hmm. a little depressed. They put the offer in. They think they're going to get it. They, you know, go, go over the asking price, which yep. is... Very rare not to see over the asking price right now, but we want to walk you through this step by step by step and set you up for success. We've got a winning game plan. I mean, Tyler on our team, for example, has five contracts this month. Now, mm -hmm. is it four or five? Five. I think he's at his fifth. Yeah, mm -hmm. so we are actually winning deals. It looks like we have John on the phone. Good morning, John. How are you? Great to chat with you today. John, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, Rowena. I hope you're doing well. Absolutely. Great to have you on this morning. So what can you Thank tell you us about? Thank you very this? much. Of course. What's going on, my darling? Uh, well, we talked earlier about two nonprofit organizations, one being the North Carolina Veterans Writing Alliance Foundation and the other being the uh, Veterans Treatment Court of Western North Carolina Foundation. Both of these are qualified 501c3 nonprofit entities that assist in the rehabilitation and recovery of veterans. Very important mission, obviously. Yes, thank you. Um, 
the Writing Alliance uh, began with a uh, class, if you will, at the Charles George VA Center here in Asheville, uh, started by uh, one of the physicians out there, Bruce Kelly. Bruce had been prescribing medication for PTSD patients for a number of years and felt like the therapy was not doing much more than just housing these men and women. He learned about a writing program that helped to dispel the the ghost of trauma, the ghost of combat, uh, the the ghost of uh, uh, sexual uh, involvement in the service, particularly with uh, women Mm. uh, service members. He started a writing class solely for Vietnam veterans. It was unfunded to begin with. Uh, the VA would not fund it, uh, did not have the resources nor the budget to do it. The funding began uh, privately and independently. I was and several members of my law firm contributed to the funding. He also got a grant from uh, one of the North Carolina Cultural Resources Agencies. And with that, he hired a writing instructor, a former poet laureate of North Carolina who teaches at uh, uh, Appalachian State, Joseph Pazanti, I think is his name. He got about 25 vets together, uh, many of whom had not written anything at all some of whom did not have a complete high school education. That's amazing. Thank you, for putting, of- thank you so much for putting all of that together. I'm sure it was a whole lot of work. We work with so many veterans and, and, and see some of this. So thank you so much for putting that, that together. And don't you have an event around Memorial Day? What kind of events have you got going on, John? How do people get involved well, and help the- you with this? The, the event that I think is the primary one around Memorial Day is a, uh, a speech which I'm going to give at, uh, it's, it's, an, it's an online, it, it's a virtual oh, presentation. How at, do people find that? City Hall. You can go to the City of Asheville website and log on, and it will it will indicate uh, Memorial Day services. And this is this is just one of them that uh, that we're involved in. I would add that there are other Memorial Day services. Uh, one in particular is that uh, the veterans groups that uh, that we are involved with place uh, the American flag on the grave sites of various veterans, uh, particularly those who have lost their lives in service to the United States. Mm. And uh, Violent Hill is a black cemetery which has never been decorated this way. And this year, uh, and for many years to come, we're holding a separate ceremony at uh, Violet Hill off Hazel Mill Road, Road in West Asheville. And oh, that's wonderful. Some, uh, Violet Hill. Of, uh, Violet Hill, some dozens of graves will be decorated there, as well as a plaque in dedication. That will happen at 2 o'clock uh, uh, Memorial Day afternoon. The, uh, the presentation at City County Plaza outside is no more, so there will be a 
due to COVID. So there will be an online virtual presentation beginning at 11 a.m. Oh, wonderful. And and people find that at the city website again? Uh, Yes, I think you can go on to the city website and uh, you will be able to find it. You will be able to find it there. Or you could uh, go on to the website Brothers and Sisters Like These. Just Google Brothers and Sisters Like These. Uh, That's the, uh, the common name we use for the Writing Alliance. And they can also, that site will also give you direction on how to log in to the virtual presentation. Wonderful. And that's brothersandsisterslikethese.com. Uh, it, it just it, it, yeah. it can be just just go on to to Google and uh, log it in and you will be connected. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's, it's brothersandsisterslikethese.com. You can go on there and see all of these events. Thank you so much for doing that, John. And you're always welcome to come on and tell us about the events that you're running. And thank you so much for your service yes, and all of the time that you spend pulling all of this together to recognize vet- veterans. That's just wonderful. Thank you so much. Bro, you're very kind. Uh, there are a number of other people uh, other than myself, and I just do a small part of this. Uh, there, there, there are people like uh, Stephen Henderson and Ron Toller, uh, Alan Perkel, Judge Marvin Pope, Kevin Rumley. They, they all do uh, most of the work. I just, uh, I just sort of sit by and try to put legal <laughs> documents together. For well, them. it takes a village, so I'd love to have you all on <laughs> one day. Indeed. Actually, that would be wonderful. And. You know, if you're if you're planning, uh, if you have any planning events together, I, I'd love to come and meet you. So, keep in touch. Keep telling us what you've got going on. We will. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Saturday to call in today, John. Thank you, Ro, for inviting me. Of course. Thank have you so much. Day. You too. Bye bye. Isn't it amazing that that groups of people are spending their time and energy and money? And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's wonderful. And we work with a lot of veterans, of course, through mountainhomesforheroes.com. That's mountainhomesforheroes.com. Also, police, fires, teachers, healthcare professionals, as well as veterans, of course, and active military. And we give an average rebate check of $2,500 back. It's 25% of our commission, so it just depends on mm-hmm. what price house you're buying or selling. You get a discount off the listing commission as well. Um, when you do your home CPO and uh, when you're buying, you get a rebate check. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have our last few rebate checks been? I think one of them was oh, goodness. $5,500, $7,500. Yeah, I've seen them at 6000 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're at seventy-eight. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it depends on, like you said, the price of the home. Yes. It's all based off of percentages on that. But yeah, yeah, we it, it can be a little a good little chunk. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> pays your closing costs. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. In in most cases, mm-hmm. at least, it just again depends on the price of the house. But we give back a quarter of what we earn. We're at seven hundred and eighty thousand. Well, actually, way over seven hundred and eighty thousand. The last time I checked, <laughs> uh, given back already by my amazing small team. It's certainly not down to me. It's it's down to them, and they're giving up their income each time. We do work with a lot of healthcare professionals, mm-hmm. nurses, doctors, EMTs, anybody who's licensed, basically, basically, a lot of teachers, a lot of firefighters, a lot of police. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we love this program. It's, it's our little way to give back. 
back in 2007, I was starting my own program, and then I found a national program. I thought, why am I reinventing the wheel? So we joined and launched it locally, and we've helped hundreds of people at this point. Yep. Um, you know, uh, be a, local community servers get into a home less expensively, which is a, a wonderful thing. So let's return to what is going on in the market right now. So like I said, we're here to walk through this with you. And we've got all kinds of winning game plans that we can share with you without a doubt. So I'm thinking, we're not going to give out any names, of course. (laughs) And I'm thinking of somebody a little while back whose home we sold who called me and said, I'm nowhere near ready. And my home, his, uh, he'd gotten divorced and his home really hadn't been maintained. He was working and went all the way through COVID and actually lost his job and just wasn't, you know, he, he said, listen, I just want to talk through the process. So mm-hmm. I went, went over there and we determined together that it didn't matter right now because there are just no homes out there. Right. And there's plenty of people that don't mind coming in and actually fixing up a house. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have the fifty or $100,000 it's going to take to remodel your house, the good news is you don't have to do that right now, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, you know, a, a lot of people are not in a situation to have money to spend on their home. They may have bought it 20 years ago and haven't been able to afford the maintenance on it or just don't have the time, basically. Yeah. So, you know, you you don't have to do a whole lot right now is, is the great thing. And at the same time, remember, we are at the top of the market. So, you know, nobody's expecting houses to go up dramatically. And we've got the June 20th moratorium um, ruling coming down. So, of course, our governor decided to extend it to June 20th. That's for evictions of tenants and also for foreclosures. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of investors out there right now that that want to sell their homes, but they have tenants in there that they can't evict. So, you know, what what are you going to do? And we've got a lot of tenants that can't afford to pay their rent. And we have a lot of investors who own these homes. And they're usually small-time investors that have got one home or two homes. Maybe they inherited it or something like that. Or maybe they bought one thinking that was going to be their pension. And they can't get out. They're stuck right now. So all we're doing in, in my... I mean, I understand why this date keeps getting moved out. But all we're doing is swelling this pool of homes some of which are already in pre-foreclosure. You, know, you can't foreclose right now, but they're in pre-foreclosure um, where investors are stuck because they can't pay the mortgage. So once that is lifted, I think that's going to free up. I think it's a big shadow inventory out there that we're not seeing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, a lot of those houses, because they were rentals, will be fixer-uppers as well that come onto the market. But they're going to be lower-priced because they are fixer-uppers. So if you've got a home in great shape right now and you're even thinking of selling it, let's talk. 828-333-4483. You know, let's talk and I will just very gently talk you through the process. I have talked people out of (laughs) listing before. I've actually helped people um, build their businesses before. That's what I used to do so that they didn't have to sell their house. Like I'm, I'm not here to just list your house and make a quick commission check. 
course, we're all in business. We've all got to make money, right? That's normal. But if you're even thinking about it, don't think about it next year or in a couple of years or three years. You don't want to be selling at the trough. You know, real estate goes up, real estate goes down. That's normal. It's a normal economic cycle, seven to 11 years. And, and we're going to walk you through this and build those strategies. Listen, if you don't need to sell right now, don't sell, but make mm-hmm. your strategy to hold out for seven to, ele- <coughs> excuse me, 11 years. Do yep. the trivia again. All right, so we're going to go back to the trivia. Um, how many bedrooms are in Biltmore House? Is it? Oh, I lost it. Um, 250, 35, 64, or 17. So again, how many bedrooms are in Biltmore House? 250, 35, 64, or 17. You can call in at 828-240-9962. Safe to say that if uh, a problem developed between the Vanderbilts, there was another bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's just bedrooms. You should see how many actual rooms there are in that house. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. How many rooms are there? Uh, total? Hold on one second. I'll tell you. That might be a little clue there. <laughs> the commercial that runs. I love it. It was yesterday yes. at Biltmore. I know. I, I, I was in that commercial. Are you serious? No. Yep. What? Uh, riding my horse. Or uh, a horse. Not my horse. That's fantastic. Through the Biltmore estate. Yep. It I was, was there. yesterday at <laughs> Biltmore. There's a lot of rooms in that house. I don't there know are. Hold on one second. Let's yeah. see. We're looking it up. We're going to get you the number of the rooms. Uh, 250 room. Wow. Well, there's a little yeah. clue. For yeah, a, that's yeah. a clue. Do yeah. the math. Do Absolutely. Two four zero ninety nine sixty two. I wonder what percentage of bedrooms are in a house compared to all the rooms. That'd be an interesting one. But that probably wouldn't hold true for the Biltmore House, right? Right. Yeah. Would be my guess. <clears throat> so, what is this winning game plan? And you know, think about this if you're selling as well. These are for buyers primarily, but this is how to actually win that deal because it is not easy right now and I've known agents out there especially inexperienced agents who don't necessarily know how to shift into you know winning it because it can be very tricky drive-bys are really important so speed Mm -hmm. is incredibly important yeah if it's under 350 or 400 or even the higher price ones now we're seeing going Mm mm-hmm then chances are it is going to be under contract the next day. So you've got to have an agent who's aggressive and gets out there. Uh, We actually work as a team. So, you know, we can't always, we're not, I I know this is hard to believe, but we do actually work very hard. We're all career (laughs) real estate agents on the team. So, you know, get ready to be looking all the time. We're going to send you properties too. We Mm -hmm. have to hop on them. Ted, good morning. How are you this morning? Good morning. I'm fine. It is Ted, it, right? I got the name yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Diane. Yeah, it's 35. That is correct. Yay! <laughs> wow, you got you, it. You went right <laughs> in for the answer there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You didn't even let us ask you how the weather was where you are. <laughs> or uh, tell us where you are. <laughs> I'm in Candler. Candler. You're in, what's, well, how's the weather in Candler? <laughs> It's nice. It's warm. It's really not too warm yet. It's probably about in the 60s. So yeah. it's going to warm up today, though. 
Yeah, Unfortunately, it summer's is. coming too hot. <laughs> it's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, I think we finally hit yeah, summer. Yeah, I think we're going to be in the high 80s, mid 80s Woo! this week. I know. It's, I think it's warming up too soon, too fast. Yeah. I don't mind getting it in July, but hey, not in May. <laughs> <laughs> Did you grow up in Candela, darling? Oh, no. I've been here for about 35 years. Oh, wow. So I think we call you native at this point. Where did you move from? Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, okay. okay. What brought you to the mountains? The heat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so common, isn't it? I had a place in Charleston for a while. I love Charleston. No, it's you beautiful just don't there. Want to be there in July and August. That's the bad parts. Yeah, you know, really. Time and spring, you just can't spring be and fall. Like the mountains. Yep, with the zayas. Do you still get back there sometimes? Oh, yes. All my family's down there practically. Yep. Very different city now, though, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, it's become oh, overrun. The traffic. Mm-hmm. You don't even want to be on the interstate as of 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, it's just bumper to bumper. It's just, it's just unreal. Yeah, the traffic's really hard. All right, mm-hmm. my darling. Well, if you go to realestatenewsradio.com, realestatenewsradio.com, click on Win a Prize. Those prizes will be out there for you. We have Sunshine Trading, where there's all kinds of artifacts. That's definitely worth a visit in West Asheville, right behind 12 Bones. They have a free mask for you. We have a free cocktail at Jargon, one of my favorite restaurants in West Asheville. And also a free pot of tea and some scones at Nettie's in Waynesville is your choice. Yes, I like Nettie's. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Take a trip to Nettie's. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. Bye. Good morning, Anton. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. I was going to call in to answer the question on the... uh, how many bedrooms there were. Oh, there you go. Where, where are you calling in from today, Anton? Uh, North Asheville. What's the weather like in North Asheville? Uh, at long last, sunny and a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. It's been chilly, hasn't it? Although, yeah, it was a chilly morning. Yeah, we're going to have... It's been depressingly cold. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to have some cool nights, which is nice. That's mm-hmm. why many people move here to get away from those oppressive hot nights, right? Are you from yes. here, Anton? No, originally I'm from Maine. Oh, what brought you to the mountains? What brought me here? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a woman involved. Oh. She's now gone and I'm still here. Oh, there you go. Do you still love I it? I have a trivia question for you guys. Yes. Okay. Um, and it, it involves the Vanderbilts. Oh. As most people know, the Biltmore Forest Country Club was originally built by Mrs. Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Why did she build it? Hmm. I think she was like a, a bridge player, wasn't she? She was a smoker. <laughs> ah. And she wanted a place for her and her women friends to have a that's place right. to smoke. Oh, my God. Edith, and right? That Yeah, and that's yes. why she built mm-hmm. The, the uh, originally built the Biltmore Forest Country Club. Who knew? Yeah, George Swab, who used to manage the Biltmore Forest Country Club, he went on a, when he was the GM, he went on this whole thing where uh, he brought in all kinds of historical records and historical photographs. And it was fascinating to go sit in his office and, and go through all that stuff. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean... It, it must be that nice to be. It must be nice to be that rich to go out and build 
facility yeah. like the country club just to have a place to smoke. Yes, I need a little <laughs> place to smoke with my ladies. Well, she probably didn't say it with an English accent, did she? Yeah, so I'm going to I build mean, a country club. It's like going into a real high-class restaurant. And yes. they bring you something to drink, and you drink it, and they say, look at you funny, and they say, you weren't supposed to drink that. That's to cleanse your palate. <laughs> you know, it must be nice to be that rich. You, you ought to bring me a couple bottles of that palate cleanser. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I'm 64 years old, and I haven't cleansed it my whole life. 64 years young, Anton. You're all good. Well, thank <laughs> you so much for calling in today. We yep, appreciate it. Well, Keep listening. Bye. We might just do another trivia for you. Bye. All right. Have a great have day. Have a good day. Thank you. I love it when our... It's so funny how many of our callers are from somewhere else. And I guess yeah. it's not just our callers, of course. It's right. so many people here have flocked to the mountains over the years just because of the wonderful weather. The mm -hmm. climate's pretty darn good. We don't get a whole lot of snow. Yeah. And when you come from Maine, wow. Yeah, big difference. Yeah, and there's a lot of places in the country where it gets... Super hot in or the summer, super cold, and super cold in the yeah. winter. My, I mean, we we get a little bit of both, but I don't think it's extreme. It's definitely not extreme, thank yeah. goodness. So the, there might be odd days where it, where it's yeah. extreme. <laughs> My first, I landed here in '96 in Washington D.C. and I have never, as, although I loved the city at the time, it was just a an era in D.C. where it was so much fun. I lived in D.C. proper, and the the summers. I mean, it literally felt, when you open the door, like you're putting your head in the gas oven. Mm -hmm. It was unbelievable. I've never experienced, and I lived in Miami, and I've lived in Los Angeles. Like, you know, Miami's pretty warm, and it was nothing like D.C. Yeah. And we got maybe three days of spring and three days of fall. And then the winters, we'd have deep freezes, ice storms. Oh, my gosh, it was so cold. Yeah. Everything would die. Those, uh, that humidity in the summer up there is absolutely sweltering. Yeah. Mm. It, uh, you instantly step out of the car and instantly you're yeah. wet. It's, it's yeah. incredible. And n nobody ever believes me when I say, listen, it was way hotter than Miami. It was. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I lived in yeah, both for over five years. And, and yeah, it's definitely. Miami, at least you have the parrots. Mm -hmm. And it's warm in the winter. <laughs> parrots. <laughs> well, the first time I saw a flock of parrots, it was like, in fact, I was on a conference call to Zurich at the time. I'm like, ha! As yeah. we were on this entire conference call back in the days before <laughs> Zoom. Now, fortunately, I wasn't on Zoom, so although I could have shown them the well, parrots. That would have been funny, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> you would have been on YouTube or something. Right. Or Funniest Home Videos. If right. still, do they have that anymore? I yeah. think they do, yeah. I think yeah. there's an app for it now, actually. Um, I'm sure. Of course, you can, there is. There's an app for everything. You can purchase lots of things yeah. within there, I'm sure. My gosh. So let's talk about as a buyer right now. Remember, we're here to walk through this with you. So the speed thing and the drive-bys is super important. Of course, we also have buyers. We know you're listening around the country who are buying things sight and seen. Mm -hmm. We'll go out. We'll make videos for you. Once you're working for us, we are all in working for you. We'll zoom out there. We'll get, well, zoom almost literally sometimes <laughs> and get that video for you so you can take a real good look at the house. Of course, any of our listings already have videos on them. Mm -hmm. I wish all listings had videos on them. And I mean proper videos where it's actually walking around the house. They're not all singing, all dancing, you know, <laughs> classical music and virtual tours where you feel like you're falling off your chair looking at them. Like it's a walking tour 
with me or one of our other agents walking around the house taking a good look at everything so you feel kind of like you've been there because there's no substitute for seeing it in person and we can get you under contract sight and seen now as a seller you're not as likely to take a sight and seen offer if you've got a cash offer from somebody that's already seen the house right but these are all dominoes that we stack right so speed and getting in there very quickly is is very important if you're looking at something that's a desirable house then what we're seeing is 5 10 15 percent over asking mm -hmm. price if you come in on a desirable house at listing price the truth is you're probably not going to get it mm -hmm. so so what do you do about that because obviously you don't want to spend more than you can afford what we suggest is bringing down your search criteria so if you're looking at 350 look at the homes that are 320 or 300 so that you can afford to go in over and actually get the house mm -hmm. it's going to save you a lot of heartache and um you know your schedule's very important obviously how you schedule things and ske schedule them quickly or have us go you know if you're at work and you just can't get away have us go in for you earnest money so earnest money is something that as a buyer you get back through what we call the due diligence period due diligence is a period that you set it's often 30 days if you're getting a loan do you see any shorter than that bianca right now yes what are you seeing we've have one that's two weeks wow I mean, there's all terms of an offer that can make it a little bit more attractive and one of those would be a shorter due diligence period yes now it is harder to do if you're financing yeah it's easier to do with cash um but yeah that that is so right now i think we have one that's two weeks wow so the due diligence period but typically yes it is 30 sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you yes yeah so the due diligence period is where you as the buyer do your inspections mm -hmm. and that might be a well inspection a septic inspection a home inspection a pest inspection radon radon inspection and did i miss any in there no depending on what's in the house you know so you're doing all of those inspections up until that due diligence period is over you get your earnest money back mm -hmm. so you're not putting your earnest money at risk so generally you can afford to put a bit more earnest money down when in the Florida market, for example, you often see the amount of earnest money that's the money you're going to put down on the house if you're mm -hmm. getting a loan. So, you know, you might be putting 20% down. You put that in, in the earnest money because you can get it back mm -hmm. through that due diligence period. So that's an easy way, low-risk way, to put some more money in to win that offer. So let's talk about due diligence fees because they've changed a lot. The due diligence fee is the check that you write at the beginning of the contract that goes directly to the seller. You are not going to get that money back. Now, you will at, at closing. You will at closing, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you'll get it back at closing. You won't get it back if you pull out of the contract. Right. Thank you for... Good job, Bianca's here, <laughs> see? So, yeah. I think you're goes, going in that direction. Maybe I just no, stepped no, in too quickly. You're exactly right. <laughs> We've got to be really clear about what due diligence is. So that is the check that goes directly to the seller. And it's basically selling to, saying to the seller thank you for taking your home off the market mm -hmm. and tying it up with me as the buyer why I go through my due diligence. Is mm -hmm. that fair? Yeah, I think so. And then you're putting your earnest money in. So we just saw a due diligence check at $7,500. Those are going up. Yes. We were seeing zero before zero or $500. Or a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, I've seen $50 on due diligence yeah. before. But those now those are higher. Right. Almost, they're sometimes higher now, right now than earnest money. 
Yeah, we saw one the other day where we actually thought it was the wrong way around mm-hmm. because the due diligence was bigger than the earnest money. Right. But I think some buyers have gotten to the point where they've lost out on six other contracts. I coach teams around the country and I had a lady I was talking to on one of the teams who had written 16 contracts. Yeah. For someone. Offers. For the same, yeah. For 16 offers, yeah. For the same <laughs> clients. 16. I mean, can you imagine how exhausting that is? Not, I mean, for the agent, obviously, you know, you're in the re- buyers yeah. and the particularly yeah. for the buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's exhausting. And not only that, you see a house, you fall in love with it. It's like, yay, it's this one. Oops, no, it's not. You know, and you wait for a day or two and all these multiple offers are coming in and you're sitting on the edge of your chair. And then here we go again. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine going through that 16 times. Goodness. So putting down that extra due diligence can be something whereby, you know, you're, you're not, wow, not putting it out there and yeah. just not winning it every time. Oh, my gosh, gosh, as usual, we almost sail through the break. Good job, Brand is here to keep <laughs> us on task. This is Rowena Patton on the Real Estate News Radio Show. We'll see you right when we come back, and we'll have another trivia question for you. From the 570 Weather Center, this is your Weather Channel forecast. This weekend will feature dry conditions and above-average temperatures. The high today headed to 83 under a partly to mostly cloudy sky as winds continue out of the north and northwest. Then overnight will be cloudy with a low of 59. A warmer Sunday to wrap up the weekend tomorrow with sunshine into the afternoon hours at a high hitting 85. The warming trend will extend into Monday. It'll be another sunny day with a high temperature eventually reaching 86 degrees. I'm Jeff Marr from the Weather Channel. This is the Plain English Real Estate Show with Rowena Patton on News Radio 570 WWNC. Oh, Randy plays the, the best music. Yeah, really. If only we had time just to let it play out. Yeah. <laughs> How is there only 15 minutes left? How does this it has happen? Gone by fast. Crazy. So don't forget our podcast, Real Estate News Radio with Rowena Patton. Wherever you listen to the podcast, honestly, you can just look up Rowena Patton, R-O-W-E-N-A, Patton, like the avenue, P-A-T-T-O-N, or like the general, and you will find me anywhere you listen on Apple or anything else. We put all kinds of bonuses on there as well as the shows. So last week's show, for example, was all about the moratorium on evictions and forbearance and the effects that's going to have on the real estate show uh, we've got uh, Cameron on on a short piece that's only five minutes talking about refinancing and, and what that looks like and whether it's too late and all kinds of other things like hiring and get a, getting a job um, we had uh, Chris Lester on who's a hiring expert talking about getting a job and uh, all, all kinds of other things uh, that was a good one the importance of providing a home inspection to potential buyers if you, if you are selling oh my gosh have that inspection. Um, so, yeah, we're on show 546. This is 546 wow. Saturdays. I started when I was two. <laughs> so another thing for buyers is, please, this may sound really obvious, but we had this come up. Uh, another team I was coaching had two buyers who went and got a credit card mm, right yikes. before. And it literally had the contract terminate mm-hmm. they could not go forward it's really serious stuff um you know what i i was prey to this as well when i was buying my house you think i'd know better and i was buying a bunch of stuff 
before the holidays and they said oh you'll get 20 percent off and i never get store cards i just don't do it and i fell prey and uh, didn't actually stop me buying the house but it was a really stupid thing to do so we can all fall prey of it but when you're in that process leading up to buying a house don't buy anything yeah wait until afterwards you can get caught up in the moment and oh i'm moving to a new house so i need a new car and especially cars oh, yeah, cars please are do not buy a really, car <laughs> really not good ones what are other things bianca that the trip once we're under contract like we've got to get you under contract first mm-hmm. and that's where you need a really aggressive buyer agent we can help you out with that we do work as a team so there's no oh this is my client and you can't work with them you know if you need to get in to see a house one of us Mm -hmm. will get you in to see the house quickly because that's what we need to do right now and we've got all the strategies for you we'll go through that really clearly and set you up for success what are the other things that trip it up once you get under contract um well inspections obviously um inspections are the big ones yeah yeah i feel like inspections are definitely a big one yeah um financing um, we've already talked about road maintenance or, mm-hmm. you know, shared well, things that would, you know, kind of put a flag to a lender yeah. and make you not want to, or make, ha, not make them want to finance on the house. Yeah, or, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think what's happening now is a psychology play as well. So you've got buyers who are pay- paying that 10, 15, 25, mm-hmm. sometimes even more than that thousand dollars over asking price. And then they're into this deal and it's very natural when you're buying a home to get cold feet anyway in any market. And now they're thinking, oh, you know, everybody's on tenderhooks because the inspection is happening. Mm -hmm. If you've had a a pre-inspection, which will cost you about 400 bucks, you are not having sleepless nights worrying about what's going to come up in that inspection. And I've also heard from sellers, well, we had an inspection when we bought the house four years ago. You don't know what's happened since then. And quite frankly, you probably haven't addressed a whole bunch of those things on the inspection report mm-hmm. because they're nitpicky little things. Yes. And it's the house has been this way for 100 years, so it ain't going anywhere kind of thing, you know. But you definitely want that inspection, and you don't have to fix things on it is the good news. Yeah, you don't have to fix anything on it. Right. And you certainly don't have to fix everything. I think one thing I deal with a lot with, with sellers is they get the buyer's inspection report, and they're like, oh, my goodness, I have to fix all of this? Yeah. I'm like, no, no, you know, just... Yeah. There's only a few things, you know, maybe, and you don't even have to fix them. You can offer credit. Yes. Or, or the know, buyers don't mind. Yeah. They'll let it pass or, because it's And you're not obligated to do anything as a seller. Right. You can say no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can say no. And, you know, that then it's the buyer's choice whether right. they continue with it or not. But also because there aren't many houses out there right now, most likely they will. Mm-hmm. But just be prepared because you're going to have over, you know, we like you to go in eyes wide open. Just know right. there's going to be 30 plus items on that report repair report so go in as a buyer knowing that go in as a seller knowing that now if you've had your inspection up front then especially if you're not thinking about selling right now have it now Mm -hmm. and again you don't have to fix those things if you're handy you can fix a whole bunch of them yourself or get a handy person in average cost $250 instead of the $3,500 or $5,000 the buyers are going to ask you for Mm -hmm. and just the stress of waiting for that Oh. due diligence request repair request or it's awful. you know wondering if the buyers are going to turn away at least you your eyes wide open yes everybody goes in eyes wide open and seller says well don't don't the buyers pay for that yes but you're putting yourself in a situation mm-hmm. where they're going to ask you for thirty five hundred five thousand ten thousand dollars sometimes right 
And once you're under contract, the the buyers uh, will insist on a licensed contractor to do the work. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you can take care of it yourself now or get a handy person in for a few hundred bucks. So just saving money alone, you are most likely saving an enormous amount of money by doing this up front. Never mind, oh my gosh, the stress. Right. Right, the stress. And talk to your agent soon, of course. We hope that's us, 828-333-4483. Look us up, All Star Powerhouse, or just Google Rowena Patton. Real estate agents near me, I'll pop right up. This is Rowena Patton on the Real Estate News Radio Show, of course. And if you want to buy a sell a home, call us at 828-333-4483. Gosh, where is the time going, Bianca? What new listings do we have? We have a bunch. Do we have any left that we listed <laughs> this week? I mean, they just go. Yeah, they are going fast. So we do have um, a wonderful home, Two Village Court. So you can go to mountainhomehunt.com. That's our website, mountainhomehunt.com too. And if you don't feel like picking up the phone, you can click on contact there if you've got any questions for us or you just want to talk through what it's like listing, whether you're doing it now or in six months. Maybe you've got some work to do. I can talk you through what work is worthwhile, what work isn't worthwhile. So mountainhomehunt.com, just type in Two Village. This will pop up four bedrooms two baths this is right by lake louise you can literally walk down the street four bedrooms two baths three hundred and fifty thousand. so that one is we've got a whole bunch of showings on that already it just went on yesterday not even 24 hours ago not even 24 hours ago we have a wonderful one in mills point we've already sold two homes in there that is in mills river 525 coming soon type 502 fox hollow 502 Fox Hollow will pop right up for you. It's a beautiful it, home. It is a gorgeous home. That is a 3 2, 2747 square feet. It has been remodeled, of course, you would expect that at that price. We have another one in Hendersonville in Apple Valley uh, that is, this is Chestnut Ridge neighborhood, 4499. Three bedrooms, two baths, 2292. That's about, and that's 0.18. 0.81 acres so mm-hmm. a bunch of space there for you another one that's that's coming soon um, I'm trying to find any that we have left 24 Ballard Road 1.34 acres we're expecting that to be under contract very soon a great Weaverville neighborhood with 1.34 acres is at the end of the cul-de-sac the end of the road so it's nice and private which is just wonderful we have just sold two fixer-uppers as well Uh, a lot of people are buying fixer-uppers right now really because there's not a whole lot out there so if you have a fixer-upper and you're thinking of doing it but you don't want to do the work give me a call and i'll let you know just how much money you can get for it so one more for you 455 black oak mountainhomehunt.com 455 black oak if you're thinking about selling and you want a value, don't believe in these because they are automated values. I'll mm-hmm. get you a great value, but check out your square footage. Go to mountainhomehunt.com, click on sell, valuation in seconds, type in your address, it will pop up and it will give you a valuation. Generally, it's going to be significantly more. I'm going to give you a price that's significantly more that you're finding on there. However, check out your square footage in beds and baths because the internet often 
has it wrong and we don't want that for you we've also got a, a humongous amount of lots for you where you can build your home as well which is always a fun thing to do don't forget mountain homes for heroes mountainhomesforheroes.com police fire teachers healthcare professionals veterans and active military of course we give you 25 percent back from our commission we're at over seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars i should get the amount on that see what we're really at yeah i'm guessing we're over 800 at this point which is really cool Mm -hmm. and although the interest rates are ticking up they are still teeny tiny compared to randy what was your home 14 percent? that one that you bought that was in 1980 and uh, the home was uh, like a 1200 square foot three two brick 49.5 was the price in south buncombe (laughs) wow but i was uh applying for the mortgage and at the time the prime interest rate was 21 percent oh my goodness and i locked in on a 14 fha oh my gosh and felt like i had won the super (laughs) and if you're like bob and candy you live between two homes and you retired and you spend 10 percent of time in or spend your time in 10 percent of your home and it's 30 years old it's maybe time to give it up yeah. those kids can get an airbnb when they come home and you're cleaning and heating and calling that big gigantic house that you can get top dollar for right mm-hmm. now so let's get it sold for you yeah. we've got to, actually we've got another one coming soon in leicester yeah. that's going to be uh, two master bedrooms and five plus acres with a chance of having another 98 acres on there which is pretty darn cool don't forget our for sale by owners as well if you are a for sale by owner go to realestatenewsradio.com click on fizbos and add your fizbos if you want to see the list of all the fizbos with more detail than you normally get you can a for sale by owner thank you (laughs) let's get it in plain english fizbo for sale by owner yeah really real people (laughs) language So, um, yeah, if you want to see those for sale by owners, a a lot of we chat with a lot of for sale by owners. We give them a shout out on our radio show Mm -hmm. and uh, we put a link at realestatenewsradio.com so that you can click on those fizbos. And our podcast is there as well. You can go straight to our podcast and all the episodes on there. Moving to Asheville is one of them. We also do little mini pods, minute pods on uh, relaxing restrictions in covid in the area if you're not from the area and all kinds of amazing other topics as well that we've got you covered i can't and if we if there are any topics that we don't that we're not covering for you let us know yeah we love it when we get callers uh thank you to our two or three three callers today yeah it's always wonderful to know that people are are listening out there (laughs) And, of course, we like supporting local businesses. So if you have any kind of local business, whether you're vendors for real estate or restaurants or wine bars or bars or anything, particularly those of you that were hit by COVID, oh, my gosh, we want to hear from you, okay? Yes, absolutely. All our programs are on there as well, love it or leave it. If you buy a house with us and you're not sure, it's okay because we'll sell it for you free for six months. Can you believe that? And for 10 years, when you buy a home through an all-star powerhouse agent, we will give you a discount when you're selling it. Last thing we want you to do is sell it, but that's okay. (laughs) Thank you to our callers today. Thank you. And thank you to Bianca for being here with us. She's my My wing woman. She's so amazing. I couldn't do this without her. And we'll see you on the radio next week. Go to mountainhomehunt.com. Click on contact with any questions. 
This has been the Plain English Real Estate Show with Rowena Patton. Visit Rowena and post your questions at RadioAsheville.com or call her at 828-210-1648.